conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner, welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. Conscious couples and individuals, welcome back to the one and only Conscious couples podcast. Today we have episode number 74, how to share your fears with your partner. Not an easy feat, not an easy task. So before we jump into this episode, as always, thank you so much to the production team over at Next Level Podcast Solutions. We appreciate you so, so, so much, especially on days like this where I am wildly spread thin (laughs) back to back to backs all week. Uh, Big vacation week for a lot of people, not a for us, not a for us. Uh, sweetheart, as always, it's ladies first. What is your intention for today's episode? My intention is for our listeners and to really help reduce the straight jacket. I want to pull the visual in here. The the feeling of the straight jacket that we all get when our fears start to bubble up in our relationship. And so helping our listeners, you know, take advantage of some of the things that we're going to say in this episode, I, I really do help hope to help them in this Fear share area. So the straight jacket that you're referring to is scarcity. Yeah, the feeling fear. that comes up when fear crops up. So you're overwhelmed, you're stressed, uh, you've had a tough week, and you're hungry. I have a acronym that I use. It's called HALT. H-H-A-L-L-T. Okay? When you are any three of these things, you need to HALT. Otherwise, you're going to hurt your relationship. So I had to halt today because I know that I'm hungry and some other things. Okay, so here is the acronym. H-H-A-L-L-T. Hungry, horny, angry, lonely, late, and tired. Imagine someone who is hungry, horny, angry, lonely, late for a meeting, and they're tired. They're in some serious scarcity. There, everything is going to feel more fearful. Everything is going to feel like a straitjacket. And things are going to be taken wrong. Things are going to be said poorly. It's just an unresourceful state. And what you can do about that is just own it. Like I'm doing even on this episode, I'm trying to demonstrate what it's like to be in an unresourceful state and to be okay with it. Mm -hmm. And Emilia said to me before this episode, she said, you know, it's okay not to be okay. And I said, I feel that way, Mm -hmm. but I also don't because we got to perform. We got to get this done. And so I am here and I said, we're here to serve. So today we want to share how to share your fears with your partner. So I'm going to lead by example. I'm fearful that this episode won't be valuable. Mm-hmm. I'm fearful that I'm not going to show up for our listeners. I'm fearful that I'm going to communicate something improperly that comes off wrong. And rather than pretend none of that exists and ego up and just power through. I'm just going to sit in that and and let what is be. And I think that that's a really good demonstration of what's possible. And in your intimate relationship in particular, I think that 
if you are constantly stuffing your emotions and constantly pretending you're fine when you're not, you're not going to really mm. face the problems as a team and, and um, overcome them. Definitely. So, Love, um, did you experience the straight jacket of fear? Like, as it kind of was bubbling up of, like, we have this episode. We committed to this. We committed to delivering value to our listeners. Did you feel that straight jacket? What if... What did it feel like? Because I know our listeners definitely have felt that when it comes to our intimate relationships. And I know that that fear, the scarcity is with respect to this podcast and the value here. But what did that feel like for you um, in terms of the straitjacket feeling? <clears throat> right before the episode, I, I felt exhausted. I haven't eaten since last night at 10. I fast every day and I had that moment of like, I'm going to, the story I'm telling myself is I'm letting Emilia down. I'm letting our listeners down. I'm letting myself down, definitely. This is far below my standards already. And I I do know that there's a part of me that will be grateful that I showed up, even though I was unresourceful. Mm -hmm. And so what I did is I did feel the straight jacket and I went into the bathroom and I actually splashed water on my face. And that's actually why my hair is super wet. I also uh, did my hair to get camera ready <laughs> uh, to try to see if I could get into a place where I could do this. And I am and I'm here. Mm -hmm. And and so uh, the story that we had that we wanted to share with our listeners was two uh, partners in a relationship that we coach. Mm -hmm. And one of them was very triggered by something and went for a much longer walk than was anticipated. And I'm giving the very high level version here. <clears throat> but essentially when she came back, she was in a very different energy and the other partner didn't really understand what was going on and had a lot of uncertainty and scarcity. And they were feeling that straight jacket too. And their partner was texting and the other partner was witnessing them texting with all this uncertainty and had that trigger moment of, is she talking to someone else? Mm -hmm. And what we want to really instill here for our listeners is, in those moments, do you share your fear or do you stuff it and pretend you're good when you're not? And in our relationship, sweetheart, early on, I remember there was a night where I was just cooked and I was struggling similar to now. And you had turned to me and said, are you okay? Are we good? Like, is everything okay? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just tired. And in reality, we were snuggling. And in reality, I was not fine. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. And, and so I realized, okay, I just lied to myself and to her. Um, and I sat there with it and I was like, what if you just went to bed and <laughs> pretended that you didn't just lie to her and to yourself? Mm. And again, it's a little tertiary truth is what we call it. Tertiary truth is the, the top layer of truth. Then you go one layer deep. That's the secondary truth. And the primary truth is the fear that you really don't want to share because that requires courage and vulnerability and strength. Mm. And so what I didn't want to share with her at the time but I ended up sharing was that I'm falling deeply in love with her and that I'm scared, mm. which ended up creating a beautiful moment. And then she shared with me that she's also scared and we created a magic moment and we may or may not have made love. <laughs> um, but that's not for this podcast. Definitely. Uh, not. But I want to pull something out of that yeah. love because it was really beautiful how you articulated that and how you shared that. So a lot of couples end up really saying everything's fine. We fear crops up. It feels like a straitjacket. We know intuitively it's like a butterfly moment when it, our gut's like, Ugh! you like don't want to say anything. And then your partner notices on an unconscious level 
that there has been an energy shift. Mm -hmm. And the way in which they respond to that might come out in a question just like I had done, which was, are you okay? How often is everything okay? Is Is everything everything okay? okay? When inherently that's Honestly, I like a redundant question because we already built with yeah, yeah, no, I'm totally fine. I'm totally- <laughs> we know we know that you're not okay. We and all of us just suck asking. Are like I noticed an energy shift. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Are you okay? Like what what's happening? What, what's different? How can I support you? That's the that's the gold right there. Mm-hmm. Emilia did that earlier because a lot of couples, a lot of partners, myself included, want to solve it. Yeah. They oh, want I'm a hardcore same, problem same. Every time Emilia's <laughs> in an interesting energy or a challenging energy, I'm always like, what can I do? How can I solve it? Right. Or, Let's get to the root cause. The Deductive pain. reasoning, differential <laughs> diagnosis. How are you? Yeah. And sometimes it's like, I'm good. Can I just, can you not smother me in my moment? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, really what I'm trying to do is alleviate my discomfort. <laughs> but anyways, so uh, Emilia and I do that all the time with each other. But what we've started doing a really phenomenal job of honestly is just how can i support you awesome killing it how can i support you you did that earlier yeah i did um, go me <laughs> you can support me by please don't mess up my hair when you hug me because <laughs> i'm going through the ugly phase is what we call this uh, thank you sweetheart mm-hmm. but at the end of the day if you're in an unresourceful state and your partner knows it which they do yeah because they know you right and then they, that can put them in an unresourceful state and so what Emilia and I try to do is identify that and rectify it. And at the end of the day, share the fear. I want to say something here. And babe, when you had gone into that moment, kind of you went within, which is what people really struggle to do, especially our listeners. And I know this because we, we've spoken with many of them. They typically will respond to that question, is everything okay? With kind of like that, yeah, everything's fine. And inside, though, the straitjacket of fears around them. Mm-hmm. What I really want to tease out in this moment is that you were recognizing that it was what was fearful inside of you was that you're falling in love. And that's a very vulnerable place to be. You're falling deeply, madly in love with me. <laughs> and By the way, we are referring to the moment early in our relationship, not the moment earlier today. Yeah. No, but I but, just want to make that clear. Yeah. Yeah. So in that earlier time for our listeners, based on my insecurities, it could have been really easy for me to personalize what you were going through. And what do I mean by that? What do we start doing when we know energetically our partner's off? We ask the question, is everything okay? And they say, yeah, everything's fine. We start to go into catastrophizing mode. What did I do? Was it something I said? Did, was it how I hugged him earlier? Like, did I? And then we start to kind of go into the Rolodex of like, what did I do? We oftentimes personalize mm-hmm. the reaction or the moment that our partner is happening or having. And a lot of that is tied back down to our deepest insecurities, our deepest fears. And so just one of the things that we had kind of shared with this client was like, Making sure to self-regulate in those moments when your partner's not okay is really important because it gives them space to express their fear and do a fear share. 
Hi, everybody. I wanted to jump on here and talk about the Conscious Couple podcast, podcast that I've been listening to um, for a while now, and I absolutely love whether you're single in a relationship or not, um, this is the podcast for you. I mean, think about it. If you're not in a relationship, look at it like building a house. If you were going to build a house, wouldn't you get the instructions, figure it out, look it over, start practicing some of the little things so that once you start doing it, it's going to be the best house that you ever built. Or if you're in the house already and um, there's issues that are going on with it, aren't you going to try and fix them? Or think about it while you're building the house and the base layer, there's some issues there. Don't you want to correct those and fix them before you work on the rest of it? Have a great day, guys. Awesome podcast. So you had articulated earlier something that was really powerful. You said something along the lines of, is this more in the past, the present, or the future? Yeah. What was that? Yeah. So whenever there's one of those moments where you're sensing um, more scarcity in your relationship, let's say, for example... Yeah. Is this fear present now, or is this about the past or about the future? So worrying about the future. Sorry to interrupt you, love, but I want to make sure that I make this land. So this person who was fearful, the other person, the Mm -hmm. other partner was talking to someone. Yep. What they were really doing in their own mind, what their brain was doing was looking at their past, all the traumas of being cheated on, Mm -hmm. and then saying, okay, their brain was basically saying, okay, same situation, it's going to happen again, oh no. And you can either stuff that down and pretend it doesn't exist, which is not good because eventually it's going to come out in some unsavory way, Mm -hmm. or you can share it when you're in the heat of the moment and attack the partner who is just probably texting their mom or something. Or maybe or some like checking f- their, I don't know, yeah, an app. Their an app or something. Delivery on Grubhub. Like, right. I don't it know. could be anything. Could be anything. But what, what instead of the explode mm-hmm. of the volcano that takes the island, mm-hmm. and instead of the suppress, 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 which are the two options most people choose, mm-hmm. what you want to choose instead is the oozing out, which is vulnerability and tears and facing the truth of your past. Mm -hmm. And one last thing I'll share here quickly is Emilia uh, and I recently had a moment where I had a fear about the past that I had brought up and it had nothing to do with the present moment. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really a good question to ask yourself whenever you find that you're in an unresourceful state. When you're hungry, horny, angry, lonely, late, or tired, or any three plus of those, you need to halt. Uh, Take a minute. Because you're likely going to shift into that insecure mode. Right. Insecure is is a lack of resources, not secure in the resources that you have. And your mind's going to catastrophize. This is when scarcity and fear are going to really start to get amplified. And where your brain's really good at showing you all the evidence to confirm the insecurities that you have. Exactly. And it's looking for anything dangerous. Mm -hmm. It's primed for that fight or flight mode fight, flight, freezer, fawn. And in those moments, you got to halt and you got to try to slip into vulnerability, mm-hmm. slip into feeling the things and sharing your fears. And that actually will inspire your partner more than anything because so few people do it. And we recognize courage when we see it. Yeah. Even me being on this episode today, when I did not feel competent, mm-hmm. was courageous. and. Me working through that, you have to trust that your partner is going to love that about you, even though you're fearful of being deeply imperfect. Yeah. And I I know that a lot of people fear um, being disliked or not belonging or not being loved by their partner. 
And I think when you can express vulnerably what your fear is, because that requires so much courage and it's, and honestly, it's really challenging. A lot of respect comes your way when you do. So oftentimes when partners, you know, have different attachment styles, one partner might be really good at going into vulnerability and sharing their fears openly, or at least a little bit faster when they experience the straitjacket of fear than the other partner. And let's say the other partner is really slow to acknowledge their fears, really slow to express outwardly and vulnerably and share with their partner what their fear is. The partner that struggles to express their fears will have so much more respect for the partner yeah. that really goes and slips into a fear share. I know that's that's definitely happened between you and I, where you go a lot faster into vulnerably sharing your fear than I do. And as a result of that, because I've never really seen that modeled i have so much respect for you and that helps and vice versa too love because mm -hmm. i've seen you go and process through your stuff in your own bubble without losing your temper mm -hmm. and so i've witnessed you and your avoidant attachment style mm -hmm. at times actually be beneficial versus the volcano and so i have reverence as well instead of spilling on me you tend to go and self-regulate self and mm -hmm. so i have such respect for your self-regulation and you have such respect for my ability to vulnerably share yeah and i think that n neither partner really has that other skill but can develop it it's not my natural go-to to to self-regulate as mm -hmm. well as you you are mm -hmm. better at that than i am and when you demonstrate that that makes me want to be better at it and when i demonstrate vulnerability i know that's helped you want to be better at it as well definitely same so for our listeners, some of the questions that, you know, what you could do when you experience that fear jacket internally, asking yourself that question, just really highlighting what Alan said earlier is, is this fear, is this straight jacket, is it connected to the past? All of my insecurities, all of what used to happen in my former relationships, all of, you know, X, Y, Z in the past. Is it connected to the present? Are you fearful of how your, your partner is going to respond right now? Or is it connected to the future? Are you anxious about what's going to happen in the future if you guys don't navigate the situation? Answering that question to yourself internally can at least help you figure out where the fear lies. And then from there, going into sharing that fear with your partner. Again, Alan does a much better job at this than I do, though I am getting better, is starting with a narrative and expressing to your partner the story that I'm telling myself is and then you fill in the blank with whatever you feel comfortable sharing and that is typically what we have called the tertiary truth which is the first way of expressing your truth because it's like it's all jumbled up inside you when yeah. you have that straight jacket on and the first time that you verbally process out loud instead of in your head what that fear is it might not sound exactly 100 percent true to what you feel inside well for example uh the first thing is i'm totally fine Right. The second tertiary thing is, truth. yeah, it's tertiary yep. truth. Uh, what's one layer underneath that? Um, I'm definitely feeling things I've never felt before mm -hmm. and I'm scared. Okay. That's layer two. Deepest layer. Okay. I'm falling in love and I'm so scared to be hurt mm -hmm. if this were to not work out. Beautiful. Right. And so that it takes skill development to get to the place where you can jump right to the bottom and yes. then share it. Yeah, it's like scuba it's hard diving. to even admit that to yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. like scuba diving. And if you come up for air too quick, what is it called in scuba diving? You used to scuba dive. I don't remember what it's, it's called. Um, I know that if you go too deep and then you surface too quickly, 
you go it's too like, deep too fast, you can blow your ears too. And then if you surface same too thing. quickly, same you deal. Can adjust. So yeah. you got to be a a really good scuba diver. Scuba scuba diver. <laughs> if you've ever seen Avatar. Right. They oh, go to the way of water, the second one. So good. And they are forest people, quote unquote, and they go into the water. And at first they can't really go that deep. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like that. So at first, maybe you can't go that deep. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's better than staying on the surface your whole life. Definitely. So uh, that's all I have, love. Definitely. And so, I want to share quickly. Yeah. I said that's all I Please. have. So I lied. Apparently, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I want to make it clear, though, that I didn't start there. Yeah. I wasn't. Like, that's all fairly new to me. It took me 30 years to figure out how to be vulnerable and how to share these things and how to not lose my temper and how mm-hmm. to make sure the, the volcano oozed out instead of exploded. And Same with yeah. the emotional regulation. Yeah. Like, I have memories that are coming up that are like, I used to blow my casket and my family can attribute to that, specifically <laughs> my sister, you know, the poor thing. But like, yeah, it is a skill. And that's the thing. If, if you don't believe that progress is important, then you'll never kind of try to f- do the fail forward. Like the story I'm telling myself is this. And it's like, well, I don't really know if that's fully true. And then you try again. It's like, that's what's going to develop the skill to eventually get you to to your version of this, which is what you and I have both done and it, are still doing. It's something that you get better and better and better at. Mm-hmm. It, just like any other skill, right? At one point we couldn't read. True. At one point we didn't know what most of these terms were. At one point we couldn't podcast love. Mm-hmm. It's the same deal. You just practice, practice, practice. And your relationship will thank you. Your future relationship. Definitely. Definitely. Cool. All right. Well. For the time. Oh, my God. We have 15 seconds left. I was just going to say, the timer's just about to go off. So we'll we'll go ahead and turn those off so that those don't go in your ear. So if this is something that you and your partner struggle with, let's say, for example, the straight jacket comes up in your relationship all the time. And it what it's essentially doing is it's squeezing you further and further away from living a honeymoon life. So we have a free relationship talks event that we have every single month. And we're so excited to see you there. The link's going to be in the show notes to register. Um, It's going to be free, live, virtual. You don't even have to have your microphone, your camera on. The topic is how to not fall out of love with your partner. It is really hard to develop and cultivate really strong love. It's even more challenging to do that when the straitjacket of fear is here. And if you want to live that honeymoon life, to be in love with your partner, not just to love your partner. You know, that is such a a different type of lifestyle that we really look forward to helping every single person that's in that room cultivate. So we hope to see you there. And that is June. No, I'm sorry. July 20th <laughs> at 6 p.m. Eastern Join Standard us in Time. the past. <laughs> and quick note on this one, we have changed. So you might hear in further episodes uh, or former episodes that this was July 13th. We actually have switched up the date as a result of, unfortunately, fortunately, I have group coaching that night. So as a result, we need to move this event to July 20th, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link will be in the show notes. And from now on, these events will be the third Thursday of every month. Again, you will you will have links in the show notes as we go. Uh, this train's going to keep rolling. Choo-choo. All right. So if you've ever heard of or done couples therapy, relationship talks coaching is different in a sense. And it's different in the sense that it's more aspirational. We have couples that are not only working through their past and their present, but also building toward a brighter future. We have one couple that is creating a horsey mansion. They have a savings account. They're rocking and rolling. It's a very aspirational form of couples therapy. I've done couples therapy once mm-hmm. before with a past partner. And it was super, super beneficial. This is even more beneficial because it actually talks not just about how to be in love in the present, but how to build towards a bright future. 
together. So if you are interested in booking a free call, we have them every Saturday service, Saturday free half hour with Emilia and myself. That is getting more and more challenging to do. As you've heard at the beginning of this episode, my calendar is a killing me, (laughs) Um, but we still want to do that. We are still committed to that. So please book on our calendar as soon as possible. The link will be in the show notes. And uh, as always, thank you for listening. We appreciate you all so, so much. We hope you reach out and it is not about you or me. It's about the we. the we. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community, so please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia, and Alan is a Lazarus88. Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the we.